here live on the telephone from Mr. R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Good morning, R.W. Good morning, Allison. Owing to largely overcast skies the past couple of nights, we had to be both patient and lucky to catch enough of a break in the clouds to see the recent interplay of our moon and Jupiter. With a modest telescope and the appropriate patch of night sky, four Jovian satellites, Io, Europa, Ganymede, and Callisto, also became part of the picture. We're on the 165th day of 2016. For several days now, since late last week, we've been having the earliest sunrises of the year at 4.54 a.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And early risers can look forward to the earliest light of 2016 for another week. Those of us who think of the seasons as vaults that quarter up every year know that we're about to wander into the other half of those vaults, meaning that next week at this time will be a day away from the official start of summer. And today we have 201 days left in the year. Sounds like a lot of time to get something done, right? Thomas Carlyle once wrote that the greatest of faults is to be conscious of none. Fortunately, one way or another, either on my own or with the help of folks around me, I've acknowledged or otherwise become acquainted with a number of personal faults, or in Carlyle's words, become conscious of them. I've also been fortunate by being curious. The 18th century writer Oliver Goldsmith believed that People seldom improve when they have no other model but themselves to copy. And I'm always on the lookout for someone who provides a show of some sort that might provide a few helpful hints of useful addition to my own travels through this tentative thing called life. A week and a half ago, for example, I was sitting among some friends and acquaintances in a workshop held at the University of Maine in Orono. Ms. Jamie Cloud the sustainability guru who was conducting the workshop began the day by telling all of us that as of 2016, she believed that there was, quote, no such thing as an expert in the field of sustainability, close quote. She based this opinion on having first become interested in sustainability by way of an international summit and subsequent United Nations report issued in 1987. At the heart of Ms. Cloud's approach to discussing sustainability was an initial view of unsustainability and the sorts of behavior we humans engage in that lead to predominantly unsustainable results. One of the principal alternatives to our bent for unsustainability is called the non-zero-sum game. In other words, for anyone to win, everyone has to win, as players are interdependent. Yesterday morning early, alas, in Orlando, Florida, our human history became once again blighted by the most extreme example of unsustainability, at least insofar as human beings are concerned. Stay tuned for future editions of A Word in Edgewise to hear of additional journeys into how we see be a species might begin to unpack and dismantle our sustainability and gradually evolve into sustainable beings. From Orono, Maine, Here's to a great day. I'm going home.